Welcome to the Inward Journey Home Podcast. I'm Danika, your host, and I created a space dedicated to all conversations, real, raw, and vulnerable. A space where we take a look at all the ways that we are in the way of our own happiness and joy, and even more exciting, all the ways in which we can remove these things. Join me in a journey focused on leaving the perfectionist aside and meeting that which is already within us. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode here at the Inward Journey Home podcast. I know, I know I am on your naughty list. It's been a hot minute since I got back onto the podcast and girl, I have so many excuses, but the the ultimate truth is I was letting um I was letting a lot of fear um hold me back. I'm not going to lie. I feel like this this past year has been it's been its own journey in itself and I feel like it's it really did start for me, you know, big changes really did start at the top of 2020 and you know, I know that it's always going to be associated with the pandemic, but yeah, I just, I have to be honest. And for me, you know, it was, it was very simultaneous, these big, um, I don't know, I guess you could call it more metamorphosis process that I started in 2022. I mean, I've been doing this like kind of like spiritual self-development journey since 2015 but I feel like I think when I got back from Australia which was in 2018 2019 things kind of like settled like the dust settled for a little bit and I had found some normalcy in my life and so I don't know sometimes stuff like that doesn't really um create the circumstances to look at our you know, the things that are in our blind spots, really. So basically 2020 started to give me um, the terrain to look at my blind spots. So really, I wanted to come back to the podcast. I wanted to come back to recording. I wanted to come back to connecting with you with no agenda at all. Like, I just want to chat I just want to connect, have like a heart to heart. And I just think that for, you know, this upcoming year, 2022, I just, I just want to connect with people. Like I want community, like I want real, raw, empowered community. And so I have to demonstrate that I have to, I have to be that energy as that, you know, quote goes, be the energy you want to attract. And so here I am trying to dissolve myself of all of these titles, right? Whether it's a relationship mentor, a spiritual mentor, yada, yada, yada. Like at the end of the day, I am Danika and I am human and I still have shit to go through. I still have shit to sort. I still have shit to love. I still have a lot, you know, and I think that 
just kind of starting on that note is quite liberating, right? It's it's so important to constantly humanize ourselves and to constantly shed any ego um, that may be in the way of of preventing us from from healing to ultimately feel empowered. And so I guess really today I want to start on the note of just like opening up, right? And just sharing why I've been so quiet and um, it'll be a part one and a part two. Um, For part one, I'm going to be kind of unpacking a lot of what happened month by month um, over the last year. And before I even go there, like, why should you even care, right? Why should you even listen to my story? Why should you even waste your time and energy here? Well, I really hope it doesn't feel that way, number one. But let me just kind of address it. I think something that I feel I felt has been really heavy on my heart is this um this you know it goes back to inward journey home and me just kind of reiterating that inward journey home if you've listened to my first episode I've made it really clear that this is like our route to empowerment our route to healing we have to come to accept that there is no final destination, right? And so Inward Journey Home is this constant, um, this constant um, path to ourselves, right? And, and, and so why you should be listening is that I want you to hear my story and I want you to hear especially if you're somebody who says oh I want to attract a relationship like Danica has or I want to I wish I I could have you know quit my job and started my own business like Danica has or you know I wish I had that you know spiritual understanding or emotional awareness that Danica has like I, I say that not to toot my own horn, but because I do that, right? I also have people I look up to. I have people that I respect. And it, it's so easy to pedestal people and it's so easy to compare yourself to people. And so the reason that I'm kind of like opening the doors to my life is because it's not that I want you to knock me off the pedestal, is that I want you to recognize that you do not need to pedestal people in your life, right? We're all here and we're all, you know, working through our own karma. We're all working through our own uh, sacred contracts. We're all working through our own, you know, life. And, you know, yes, we want people to look up to, to be inspired by, but we, but we also have to recognize that these people are, are, are here and they're incar- they're incarnated, right? They're in their physical bodies. And so they are all here with limits. They are all here with things to uncover and heal and be empowered, right? And so why you should be listening is just to remind yourself that like, girl, you got this. Like, even if you're struggling, even if you're not where you want to be, even if you've taken a step forward and three steps back and you don't want to get up, like, I just want you to see that if, if, if you've created an image of me that, you know, we're all, we're all living a duality, right? We're all living this double image, that which 
people see and perceive and that which we see and perceive privately, whether that be just within ourselves or the people closest to us. And so that's the big why. And I'm going to take the next few moments to kind of just like unpack the beginning of 2021 and just kind of talk about the things that I've done, the things that I've gone through and my reflections on those moments. And I hope that um, if it's something that you've gone through, it's something that is similar, maybe the situation is completely different, maybe the circumstances are different, but the feelings um, feel very resonant. And I hope that in that sense, you can walk away feeling enlightened, feeling inspired and um, yeah, you know, feeling connected. And so let's just let's just dive right in. So I I've talked about this, but it um let's 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 do 2020 a little bit, and then we'll dive into 2021. So as I've shared before, at the top of the pandemic, which was um, December, January, February, I think it was by February we started to hear kind of alerts of the of COVID and. By March um, of 2020, we we went into our official lockdown, right? I think it was like March 16th. Um, at that point, I was still a middle school science teacher. I was still in my classroom. I was still, you know, creating my science plan lessons. <laughs> I was still with my kids. And and it brings me so much joy to talk about my kiddos and, and that time as a teacher. And I'll, I'll explain the sentiment um, around that shortly. And so it was, uh, it was um, March 2020, and we were sent home to start online distance learning. And so in my head and in my heart, this was a massive victory for me because I was very, at this point in my life, I was really disconnected from the industry of education. I've talked about this, but I'll just kind of illuminate what I mean by that. I was really disconnected because at the end of the day, I can say I was disconnected from the agendas. I was disconnected from the industry of education. I was disconnected from the adults um, that I worked with. I was disconnected from, you know, the lesson planning. But if I'm, if I can now be honest with myself, if I can be brutally and totally honest with myself, and I think that this characteristic is what lacks in the online business industry and on the online, you know, doing your own show industry, is I lacked, I was 25 when I was in, when I first went into the classroom. By that, by March 2020, I was 26. So I, what I'm trying to say is, I lacked a lot of, I think I lacked a lot of maturity and, and, and I, I wanted to say responsibility because, you know, when you're working for an industry that has been cultivated and created years before you've ever stepped foot into a classroom, then you have to adhere to certain protocols, you have to adhere to certain procedures, you have to adhere to certain structures and and statues to work 
on a common vision and mission, right? And that of education. And I was, I was, I've always been somebody who struggles with authority. I mean, I was the one who spoke back to my parents. I was the one who fought back anyone and everyone because I didn't want to be held responsible, right? I wanted um, to be free to make my own mistakes. And when you're in education and in this industry of education, you have these structures and you have these protocols and you have these, um, you know, these standards because teachers must be held accountable and they must be held responsible for the impression and the education that they imprint into their students. And I almost felt quite above it. I'm going to be really honest. I felt really above the system as if as if the system had been flawed and and you know there is elements to it that are that can be improved. But the end of, at the end of the day, what I'm really trying to say here is I I I think I struggled with the grit and the resilience it takes to grow and to become an expert in a system that's already been established for you. And I think that so many of us, you know, take it out of, out of the classroom, take it out of the industry of education. I think we all struggle with that. You know, we all struggle with not being good at something right away. We all struggle with having someone peer review our work. We all struggle with someone seeing that we've failed or being called out on our failures. So what do we do? We abandon the project. We abandon the assignment, right? Sometimes we have that option and other times we have to push through the imposter syndrome or we have to push through the... Um, resistance to failure right and I, I I feel as though when I was a teacher I really did push through the first two years I pushed through and but at the same time I didn't let myself fail I didn't let myself fail and whenever I did fail it 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 hurt it hurt in a very deep level it was this humiliation that I just I couldn't I couldn't bear I couldn't bear the fact that I you know I think some of the mistakes I made in my first two years of teaching one of the first mistakes was like I gave a student student of the month um, because I wanted to show my kids that even if you're not getting A's or B's but you're showing um, intention to grow in your academics and in your personal um, ambitions that you can be a student of the month. And so foolishly, I gave it to one of my students who had, you know, in my class improved and was telling me all the things I wanted to hear. But then when I came to give him student of the month, the rest of my team, my seventh grade team teachers, they said, what are you doing? Like, this kid has a D, this kid has an F in my class. Like, what are you doing? And I I was like, well, well you know, he's trying. And, he, and, and what I'm really trying to say there is I was still working and operating from my own 
my own um, values and I had yet to assimilate, I had yet to collaborate with my team teachers, right? And so, of course, when this this student was elected, they were like, wait, this isn't our joint mission. This isn't our joint rubric for who joins um, the student of the month list. And, and it was moments like these where I felt like a failure. I was embarrassed. I had to call the dad and say, hey, your, your kid's not going to be student of the month. And here we have the kid crying and the parent basically scolding me and I guess what I'm trying to say with that is at this point in my life I was in a profession where I had to show up the next day I had to get ready at six in the morning and be in my classroom and ready to go by eight o'clock and it was something that I just I felt, I felt, I, I, I felt disconnected because I disconnected from my team. I disconnected from my ability to be resilient and all of these things. Like, let's go back to that idea of being dualistic. You know, when I, my, my, Social self was a strong, ambitious person, but in in inside, I felt ashamed. I felt ashamed that I did wasn't a naturally good teacher right away, in 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 other people's rubrics, right? Because in my own rubric, I was amazing. But again, when you work in an industry that is, you you're collaborating with other people. And you're collaborating with a greater vision and mission set by a school. Thinking individualistically is great to a certain degree, right? And I was hiding behind my individualism because, you know, I set the rubric. I set the standards. But once you start working with others, it's a shared rubric. It's a shared standard. It's a shared vision. And I... I struggled. I struggled with not meeting others and the and the team's expectations. And and when I did, you know, aim to work in this team sort of mission and vision, I overextended myself, right? I tried to I tried to be this like all-star teacher and and yeah, I burnt myself out. And so what I'm really trying to say is at this point in my life, it was March 2020 and I was I was I was happy that we got sent home because I had already started my coaching business on the side. And so then we approach September 2020. So this is now a new academic year. I've had the summer off. And, um, you know, I'm meant to be starting my third year as a middle school teacher. But as I've shared, you know, reflecting back, I was checked out. I was checked out. And I thought I knew better. I thought, well, I don't need this. You know, I can be making more money. I can be making a bigger impact. And I can be doing it from this individualistic personality that I already have, you know, secretly. 
And so I that happens and simultaneously my partner gets offered a job in London. And <clears throat> and this is another piece of the story that's really important and I'll be unpacking it for sure um, in part two. But at this point you have this this dissatisfaction for failing in front of others and now I have this opportunity to completely leave the profession alongside you know living in the Imperial Valley and more because my partner got offered a job in London and so this part's important and I feel like I've only just now as in what is today, December 2022, um, I've only just now understood the decisions I made back in September 2020. Being in a relationship as a, I guess you want to call it a recovering codependent, um, I had an understanding that you know, I had I had um, a way of making my decisions and basing my decisions off of the person I dated. And at that time, it had been Andrew. We had been together for almost, I believe, four and a half years, almost five. And, you know, I always knew that if I... St- if I fully committed to my relationship with Andy, that we we weren't going to end up in my hometown ever. But also I knew we weren't going to end up in California possibly. You know, he's from London. He works in an industry that is heavily, um, you know, connected to, to city life and... Um, So something that I need to be like fully transparent about is my coaching business started as a result of wanting to share all the tools and the and the healing that I had gone through. But it was also a career that I could take anywhere with me, knowing that the man that I love and I was dating and wanted to have a life with. was going to dictate where I lived. And that that doesn't always feel easy to say. And I have so much to unpack on that. That doesn't always feel easy to say, but my understanding of what a relationship can look like has completely, completely changed over this the course of this year. So... Here I am now with this checked out attitude of school, a first year business, never have gone full time, and now this prospect of leaving not only my security financially with my job and my stability with the schedule, but also my family, my friends, my comforts, my son, my habits, right? So this is where I kind of connect that piece about once we have 
a stable environment, we can't really see the blind spots that are really kind of dictating our life. And so I I jumped in, right? You guys know this. I jumped in fully to the decision and I um I said, "Yeah, let's do it." So in September 2020, I put in my two week notice. By the end of September 2020, I was no longer a teacher. I was now I guess a full-time business owner. But, you know, the truth is nothing changed except for I increased the amount of hours I was working, I increased the amount of stuff I was putting out. But there wasn't like a big, oh my gosh, like I'm a business owner now full time, like here we go. Like, no. And I think that that's important to say. So let's now then fast forward to December 2021, which is really where I thought I was going to start today's podcast, but it's important that I talked about the elements prior to December 2021 so that you can understand the transformation that I went through over this last year. And I don't use the word transformation lightly. I don't even know if I want to use that word. Maybe it's evolution. Maybe it's not even evolution. It it it, it almost felt like 2021 was... Um, like, you know those, um, I think they're archaeologists, those ones that are digging up bones. 2021 felt like my year of digging myself up and looking at the bones that were resting in my body mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, energetically. And so, I'm going to pause today's podcast here and I'm just going to leave you with with those takeaways about how our fears can sometimes lead us to make decisions that we think are empowered and, and they may very well be, but also that that fear doesn't stop because you've changed jobs. Or that habit or that self-sabotage doesn't stop because you've changed jobs, relationships, living environments. And I, and I think that that's so important to recognize and to own is that we create our cycles. We create them. The situations don't create them for us and they're not happening to us. We are creating them. And that's so, so important to start to own and to start to um, be be accountable with, right? And so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to say that for next week, or I might have it as a bonus episode for this week, I'm going to start then talking about December 2021 and unpack the first six months. Maybe I'll do the whole year Um so that you can learn some of those big takeaways that I experienced and went through. So a big, big thank you for diving into this first episode with me. It is, it's so good to be back and it's so important that I tell these stories um, because I think these probably are just as educational as me sharing the three reasons this or the three ways that or the three signs this, right? 
there's something about hearing people's stories that for me has always been the best medicine. Um, all right. Well, let's do this. We'll see you guys in the next episode. And I'm going to be leaving some free resources in the show notes of this episode. And you can also find them on my blog. I'll do a quick recap of today's episode. And you can find my blog at inwardjourneyhome.com forward slash blog. I'll say that again. Inwardjourneyhome.com forward slash blog. And inside of my blog, you'll get the quick links to some free resources and a quick recap of today's episode. All right. As always, I see you. I love you. And I am so with you. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode here at the Inward Journey Home podcast. I really do hope that you were able to extract a tip, a trick, or an insight from today's episode. If you have been enjoying our podcast and today's episode, please take a moment to rate and review our podcast as it helps other women like yourself reach and connect with the message that I'm providing here. Moreover, if you're ready to take the next step inside of today's podcast episode, then you can find those links and next steps inside of today's podcast show notes, or you can head over to inwardjourneyhome.com forward slash blog to find the associated blog post for today's podcast episode. I thank you so much for your time. Until next time.